0: Hello, welcome to another McLaren fans podcast. I'm your host Andy Donnelly. Joining me this week as always is Sarah Merritt. Say hello Sarah. Hello Sarah. And joining us is um, uh, one of McLaren's biggest fans, Owen Davies.
1: Oh, Hi, hello.
0: How are you doing? Um, some of you might know him on Twitter as F1 McLaren fan. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I wanted to kind of start this week just going back in time, a bit like back to the future, um, <laughs> but with, with with maybe a little bit more speed than 88 miles an hour. Um, obviously, uh, Owen, we've, we've known you for a few years and everything else like that, but this is probably the first time ever we've actually been able to sit down and talk about a win, whilst we've all <laughs> known each other. So, I know. It's um,
1: crazy, isn't
0: it? it? It is. It is. So I'd like to kind of just get your thoughts to start off with before we go into the Russia this week about sort of uh, the Monza weekend and obviously Dan finishing first, Lando finishing in second, and how that kind of how you kind of felt around that race weekend, what the emotions were and everything else like that. Um and the question I want to ask you is that uh, really, did you think we would win this season? Did you think it was possible? Um Personally, I, I thought if we got podiums this season, I thought we were doing quite well. So for me, for us to, to win in Monza was, was, you know, fantastic. So there you go. Your yeah, thoughts, I, please.
1: Did, did I think we could win? I, I kind of always think we can win, but I, I think I was kind of waiting for the right set of circumstances to bring that about. I, I, um, I'm not sure that we had enough sort of... Enough of a quick car to just win outright, um, and uh, there were certain circumstances that kind of played to our favor at, at Monza. But uh, that's the same for everyone. So to me, that doesn't really matter. I mean, it was a it was a great win, and I, I think like as soon as they kind of came out of the gate on on Friday. The, the, the car just looks fast at Monza. I don't know if it's it's a track that seems to suit the car, but the, the guys just look really quick and kind of on it almost almost immediately. And I just had a kind of, there was a kind of momentum building over the, the Friday and Saturday that suggested that, um, you know, we were in for a really strong result here. But that, that kind of creates its own pressure as well. Um, and, you, you know, you've still got to do it on the day and, and, and get the win and all that. So, you know, just fantastic and such a outpouring of <laughs> emotion and uh, joy. Um, and for it to be a one, two as well. I mean, it, it really doesn't get much better than that. It doesn't get any better than that. And um there are a whole number of other things that we achieved that weekend, you know, fastest lap and driver of the day and um, all kinds of other things as well. Um, so it was great. I think the 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 bit that I really liked was um, the kind of guard of honor when the the, the drivers came came back to to Woking and, and all the team was out there to kind of greet them as they came in. I thought that was that was a fantastic uh, touch, you know, and it, to involve all the team in that way. I think it's it's so great to see, and um, yeah, much much needed after all the kind of uh, difficult years, shall we say. <laughs>
2: We refer to them as the Honda years.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know if you can see that on the, uh, on the audio, so I'll do it again. Inverted comma, inverted fingers, the Honda years. Yes. Um, but, but you're right. You're right, Owen. You, you, you're saying what we're all thinking and, and, and some of the things we talked about on the last podcast. You know, I don't know about you, but I think being a fan that's stuck with the team through the more difficult years means that, yeah, I we'll never stop hoping we're going to win. But sometimes i hold it inside because i'm cautious i'm cautiously optimistic yes i want us to do well but but i'm i'm holding a bit back because i know that things can go wrong or it, it, when things look positive that things can you know uh, and you've said that as well andy haven't you you know we are of course we always want them to win but deep down inside i'm i'm always like well maybe podiums are good this year and and you know i i'm just made up about it and even this weekend I'm still like, oh, what if something happens? Well, we'll talk about that now. But obviously, it did. <laughs> so, uh, so I know I was wrong. Right. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think so, um, um, that- one of the one of the important points there that On kind of just touched on was the sort of the guard of honor part part where they came back, and we've seen lots of uh, sort of team members on Twitter and Instagram this week with their photographs, um, uh, alongside yeah. the. Sort of three trophies: the uh, first place, the second place, and the constructors' trophy. And yes. uh, you know, having their photos taken with that, and there's probably quite a lot of team members that are working for McLaren now that have they've never, never seen, seen a win. one. Yeah, have yeah, never exactly, seen a win. Exactly. So yeah. it's like you know, us as fans, some of us have been around for a while, and we can remember sort of. The first Mercedes, yes. If we want to put that in quotes, um. yeah, yeah, we can quote, we can quote that as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, <laughs> you
2: but you need to know. take a, fi- a picture, a screenshot of us all going like that, <laughs> so you can uh, get that in. But, but no, you're right, Andy. You know, um there's a lot of newer fans, and we always try and make mention of the fact that you're not a bigger fan if you've been supporting the team for years you know we we welcome all the new fans that have that have come along as well but but you're right there's some newer fans that that have never experienced a win before and we we do remember those wins but team members must have although there's a lot that we know that have been around for a long time and I say that in a nice way as well as meaning it in the way that it sounds um, they've also had a lot of changeover of team members at McLaren so there must be people there who are uh, new to the sport and and um, had never experienced it as well. They've walked by that case of trophies every day when they're going to get their lunch, um, and and now they can really see one in there that we've won. You know, that's just that's just amazing, isn't it?
1: Totally. I think like there, there was a quote by um, Andreas, uh, and he said, "Days like this are why we are all in the sport," and I, I think that just kind of sums it up, doesn't it?
2: Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And I love I love winning Andreas. I love Andreas on a weekend when there's stuff to celebrate. He just goes a little bit batshit crazy, doesn't he? Just a yeah. little bit. and, uh, and, and, and I He lets his guard that. down a little, doesn't he? Yeah, I see Andreas as this measured German, logical, engineer, scientific. He's yeah. getting the team working. And I love it when he just goes a little bit woohoo, you know? It's, it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And that's what we want to see. <laughs>
0: Is, is, he, is he is he an is he an engineer or is he our principal? What is he? Is our I think he's
1: he the unofficial cheerleader. To be honest, right?
0: Yes, <laughs> well, he's
2: whoa, yeah, but he um I think he's got an engineering background, Andy. To answer that, so he is our team principal. Um, but but Andreas isn't just the manager of people; he's got technical knowledge as well.
0: Yeah, 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 I, and you know, I think uh, certainly with the sort of The the win last week, um, it reflects well on the progress that we've made in the last few years, which we'll kind of touch on a little bit more. So should we get on to um, the Russia weekend now and have a chat about that? Um, If we must. Yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of wanted to start with the sort of quality side of it, but I think given the magnitude of what happened, I think we should kind of flipping on his head and just talk, talk about the race a little bit and come back to the pole side of it later. So let's get the, the kind of little negative bit out of the way first and then let's finish on the big positives. How does that sound? Right. Sounds good. Yeah. So oh, where do you start? Um, yeah, I was absolutely good. I was good that, you know, six laps to go we're leading this race. We looked comfortable. We looked like, yeah. Lewis was going to have a bit of a sniff, you know, like uh, you know, like when dogs do and stuff like that. He was right off our backside. Oh, and I can, uh, I
2: can almost, I could almost hear McLaren Doggo thinking of something to tweet about that right now. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, but yeah. We don't want another McLaren Doggo sweary podcast, do we? Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, you know, kind of. Whereas when we were in Imola and it was kind of felt inevitable that Lewis was just going to pass Lando at some point, I kind of really felt, and especially given that uh, Danny Rick had held off Lewis earlier on in the race, I felt we had the pace to keep that win. I felt we had the, I I thought Lewis might get into DRS zone, but I thought he's not going to get past us that easy. It's not, you know.
2: But uh, that said, When the first pit stop started to happen and people went in early, like Stroll, I started to think, have we left it too late? I started to worry that Randy, as great as uh, as he is, has, has possibly missed something there. So as a television viewer, I was sitting there thinking, everyone else is starting to pit, we haven't pitted yet. Have we done this wrong? So to me, that was the first major winning part for us in that, what transpired, and I mean you might want to add something to this, what transpired is that we we were all right, we'd done it right, Lando put in some quick laps and we didn't come out of the pit stops badly. What do you think about that, Owen?
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree, and I think um just just briefly to go back to qualifying, we, we judged the tire situation so well in qualifying that I kind of I felt reasonably confident that we that we were gonna judge it again really well for the race. Um, so although, as you say, we were kind of staying out and staying out and staying out, I thought, well, there must be a good reason. Yeah.
0: I mean, what you got to remember is Randy's got his fingers in many strategy pies at the same time. Oh while, my
2: God. It must be really mucky on the buttons on the pit wall. <laughs> if he's got all yeah. of these pies around
0: him. Yeah. But you know, we were only sort of seeing it from the one point of view really, aren't we? Where we're looking. I know,
2: at I know, but, but it made me nervous. That was my yeah. first little bit of nervousness was, have we done this right? And then as it played out, I thought, yes, we have. And at that moment, that's when my cautiousness goes away and I start to dare to dream and think, here we go. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. Um, especially after, and I think we can, we can share this with the podcast, that, um, that we had a call with the team on Friday. Um, and, and they did say to us that they didn't think that, that Russia was somewhere we looked particularly strong. So when we, we come out and things are looking good, this is, you know, this is getting me really excited about things.
0: Yeah, we were there on pace. We were there on merit yeah. at, the, at the front. Um, and, you know, that's, that's the thing. I, even with a Monza win, I don't think we, we didn't look it. It was done on pace and everything else. You know, like I would say, if you look like at Gasly's win last year. In, was that in Monza that he won last year? Gasly? Or was that? Yeah. Because he was yes. with Carlos on the podium. Yeah. yeah. Um, I felt that that was a lucky win for Gasly. Whereas I feel we've just been building up to this over the uh, over last year, over this year to get to that point. Um,
2: and when when you hear Lewis Hamilton say that McLaren's quick, and you know we've got the same engine, that really means something, doesn't it? You know, yes. that's, that's that's a real like moment for the heart. Yeah.
0: Definitely. Yeah. 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 He was full of praise for us, wasn't he, Lewis? <laughs> Um. Yeah, and yes. it, at one point he he did have to stop and say McLaren Mercedes again, <laughs> which I thought was quite good. I thought, oh yeah, get it on brand, why don't you, Lewis? Get that. Yeah. Brand. Um. <laughs> yeah. So I think we were all in control, pretty much in control, and then we kind of hit lap forty-seven, and it started <sighs> spinning and it was a bit like I... that Peter Kay sketch where everybody in, everybody in.
2: Yeah. And the irony, the irony that there's so many races in the past where we've been doing the rain dance, wanting a bit of rain. And on this occasion, we didn't bloody want it, did we? <laughs> yeah,
0: I think uh, I think Gino did a rain dance on Twitter and it worked very oh, well. Is
2: it, is it all Gino's fault? It,
0: it seems to Gino's be. Fault? Yeah, I mean, he yeah. was in spa and there was a lot of rain there as well, wasn't there? So,
2: <laughs> I'm beginning yeah. to see a pattern, Andy. Maybe yeah. we we'll need to take Gino to one side, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> um. But, you know, uh, in hindsight, we can always say, oh, it was the wrong call. But I, I don't think we had any option. Personally, I don't think we had any option. We had to pretty much obviously do opposite of what Lewis was going to do um, and probably some of the others. We, we could have gone into the pit stop and changed and thrown the race away in the pit stop. I don't mean like muck it up with, you know, uh, you know. we, we could have lost it in that pit stop as well. We had to take the risk.
1: It, it's um, one of those, those decisions that's it's a kind of hero or zero moment, you know. And yeah, yeah. The, important, the important thing is that you have to make the decision and just go with it. Yes. And, you know, we made it in good faith thinking it was going to be the right thing. And sadly, not this time.
2: Yeah. But we gave it a go. And that's the important thing. You know, back in the Honda years when things went wrong, I was quite depressed afterwards. But here I am coming out of a race where we've lost a win. But I don't feel like we've lost a win. I feel like we've gained a pole position. I feel like we've we've gained um, confidence in the team, um, the positions we're in, double points. Lando got driver of the day, did he not? And fastest lap. Thank you very much. I had a pound on that, so I was very happy. Um, yeah. This was not a bad race weekend. You know, there was a lot of positive there, wasn't there? Ari? you? Yeah,
1: definitely. I mean, this was this was almost another win. On the back of a, a 1 2 result. I mean, yep, yep. You know, we need to remember. What's, what's
2: that. not to like?
1: <laughs> if, um, if I'd told you before the race and I'd said,
0: right, okay, we're going to get a fourth and a seventh in Sochi, would you take it? And I think even if I'd asked Andreas, he probably would have said yes. Yep. And, you know, I think it's only because of what, what's happened and happened over the weekend that we feel a little bit kind of like, a little bit flatter than we would normally. Yeah. I do. I think... I do... Go on.
1: Sorry, I was just going to say, I do feel like Daniel's result uh, of getting that fourth, which was a really kind of measured, solid, mature drive. I feel like that got completely overlooked. So, you know, yeah. respect for them.
2: <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, no, totally, totally. If you think about that on the back of last week, that's a really good result for us at a circuit yeah. where we didn't think we were going to do that well. Um I guess the trouble was not only were we all a bit gutted about the way things played out, but then the interview started to come out and we started to see Lando on screen and, and you know, his his face told the story that we all wanted to reach out and give him a, a, a McLaren group hug, didn't we? Because, you know, we know he can be really hard on himself when he doesn't need to be at times. There's been interviews in the past where I think, oh, don't, don't be so tough on yourself. But yeah, I mean, he he was just absolutely mortified, wasn't he? Um, yeah, I think
0: what you also got to remember on that Dan result is that we had a really long pit stop for him as well. Yeah. So you that know,
2: makes we, it even more impressive. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, we, very good recovery drive
1: from that. I think the you know I I, I can't speak for the team, but it feels like um, a lot of the people in in the in the pit side were really hurting um as well as Lando you know yeah I, I, yeah. I saw footage of like Lucinda crying and I just, I just kind of heart goes out to them it was um yeah I tough.
2: saw uh, I saw an article today I can't remember which uh web journalist it was and it said look at Charlotte Sefton crying and I'm like that's not Charlotte that's Lucinda in the photo uh, <laughs> so shows uh, some of them <laughs> but yeah you know I, I'd have been crying if I was there too and i i did cry again yesterday i think i tweeted it i had tears at the last race and i've got tears at this race for different reasons because all of the emotions build up don't they and and then when it's like off the cliff like a roller coaster it's just yeah but i can measure that and say i know that we're doing better i know we've had some amazing progress in the last couple of years and this year all of that hard work's come into fruition isn't it you know all the things we always say, Andy and Owen, we always talk about the team, how hard they work, how they're pushing. Um, and yeah. it, really is, it really is coming to the forefront now.
1: We, should, we shouldn't just focus on, you know, six laps. We should look at every race up till now, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah. yeah I, think, I, think exactly. the, I think there's, you know, only one race this year where I think we had a bit of a stinker. Um, and that's probably Zandvoort. We'd never mm-hmm. been there before. It was a bit of a lottery. Who knew what was going to happen? Um, and maybe we just got a few calls wrong. But, you know, throughout a season, that's going to happen, isn't it? You know, you're going to have the ups and downs. But if you look at this, what are we, 231 points? I think we are. Oh, it's miles ahead of where <laughs> we were last year on the third. Yeah. You know, so the, even if we don't get third in the constructors, look at the points tally and look at how we're doing and everything else like that. You know, the, the, the future's bright, the future's papaya let's up, eh?
2: hey, That's got a bit of a ring to it, Andy. That it it? has, yeah. And uh and the other thing I wanted to mention, Andy, is I did I did tweet you during the race, but were you happy with that fastest pit, pit stop?
0: I'm always happy with a fast pit stop, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah. Uh you know, I given where we were at the start of the season and sort of with the, some of the pit stops and stuff, I think we've done really well, um, and also we've had the kind of lottery of the human element of pressing the button that's had to be added now since I think they've done that since Spa for all the teams. we've yeah. seen it catch a few teams out. I think you know think he, did, it caught,
2: he did yesterday, didn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, certainly. Um, you know, I think other teams have had a, a sort of a few problems with it, but it's one of those things that we'll we'll get that nailed and get that better and it'll be smooth and, it, you know, as time goes on, all of these things iterative processes and stuff like that. Uh, and all I can say is that Andrea Seidel must have been listening to our podcast earlier this season because obviously they've worked hard on the pit stops since I started mentioning it.
2: You're taking credit for all of this then, yes? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do laugh during the race when I see how many people actually tweet you and say, were you happy with that pit stop Andy? You know, it's <laughs> It's uh, it's definitely
0: uh, noticeable now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, obviously we're a little bit you know, could could we have could Lando have getting around I think you did really well actually to get around the damn track. It's at one point because <laughs> yeah. it did come down like you wouldn't believe. I was so surprised there wasn't any accidents or any real big shunts with when the rain came down. And um yeah, obviously, we pitted him onto the the Inters with two laps left. But then by then it was too you know, another five laps and we probably could have gotten back into it. But yeah, you know, uh, if the race had finished six laps earlier, we would have had a win. So, you know, could have, should have, would have. Um, but I, I, I sat there and I just, all I can say is that I'm incredibly proud of the team, the people at the track, the drivers all of the marketing team, all the people who were on the um, pit wall in the garages, everyone back at the MTC, because they've all worked towards getting this far. And while it might not be a win um, that you know looked so much on the cards all the way through, the fact that we we're actually at this point where we're you know, a little bit good about losing it and all of that just shows that progress. And if you told me this last year that um, you know at this point we'd have been Celebrating a one two, and almost in the next race, getting another yeah. win, I'd have gone, You're off your rocker. You're absolutely mad as a hat <laughs> You know? So, um, I and, and as someone who can remember, you know, when I first started watching the sport a long time ago, I was a very casual fan. But when my McLaren obsession started in the mid 2000s, sort of, you know, we won everything. <laughs> I was so used to winning everything, so you, you glory hunter, you. Yeah, you glory hunter. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, But you know, I was Mm -hmm. so used to us winning it, it's just like, and and now I can honestly say I forgot what it was like. So,
1: (laughs) Do do you not think it's so refreshing as well to see you know the likes of a McLaren and a Ferrari battling for the lead instead of you know Hamilton, Verstappen, Bottas, you know. Yes, um, but,
0: yes. you know, the last sort of six or seven years, haven't we been saying we want to see more cars up the front challenging yeah. and getting some wins? And we've seen that starting to happen, not just with us, with obviously Red Bull have, have get up, got up there for, you know, a couple of seasons ago, Ferrari were doing quite well. You can now kind of almost go into a race weekend and think, right, it's one of four teams' cars that are going to win it. Yeah. Which I, I would say the majority of the last sort of five or six years, you've not been able to say that.
2: And Also, I remember saying on last year's podcast, even when it wasn't McLaren that were on the podium, we, we enjoyed the mixed up races. It was, it was that getting away from the predictability of, oh, well, we know who it's going to be, you know. Yeah. I realise we're probably going to have some Hamilton fans listening to us now that are not going to like that comment um, uh, and they'll probably say, oh, but if McLaren were winning all the races you'd love it, wouldn't you? Yes.
0: Yeah, we would. Uh, <laughs> we absolutely would.
2: <laughs> we absolutely would. But this is um,
0: we the McLaren fans Hamilton podcast, so we can be biased. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think there's, there's like shades of 2012 as well, you know, when there's lots of different teams in the mix you know it's just great to see that
0: yeah yeah,
2: most definitely and then you know I know it's Turkey next so I'm already thinking how are we going to do there then got any thoughts on that guys
0: I think we're going to win it
2: <laughs> 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 okay.
0: yeah one two yeah I, I kind of feel that Yeah, the expectation's there. We'll do well. We'll do well. But for me, another solid two cars in the points is really what I'm realistically looking at. The higher up, the better. And if we can beat Ferrari, both cars, then I'm over the moon. I think that's really our our challenge this year is that, really, just to keep Ferrari behind us. No, we, we gained three points on them again this weekend three races ago, we were 15 points behind them. So, you know, we're doing pretty well.
2: Definitely. Most
0: definitely, yes. Before we kind of move on a little bit more, let's just talk about um, Holly and the pole lap, because we kind of touched on it a little bit and gone into the race. But um, sort of first pole position in, in nine years, I think it is. I think I read that right.
1: Yeah, since Brazil 2012, I believe. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: yeah. Um and obviously
0: how good, you know, obviously Lando's first pole position and stuff like that. And he looked absolutely made up. He did. Um and let's focus
2: on that image. Focus on that yeah, spine. Exactly. Face. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: you know. <laughs> and I think, you know, that's something that even though he's hurting at the minute with this weekend, he'll take that away in the future and think, well, that was the race where I did that. And it won't yeah. be so much that it was the race where I lost it at the end or anything else like that. He'll, he'll look at it. I, that's where I got my first pole position. That's where this happened. Because I think, you know, um, he's going to win some races, quite a few. Um, so there'll be many more to come, pole positions and stuff like that.
1: Um, Definitely. And, and not to sort of take anything away from the drivers, but I think that the, the team did really well to judge the tyre situation as well and to, to give them two clear laps at the end on the slick tyre, which on yep. the face of it is a gamble, really. Um, and to do that and and the, the result be a pole position and a fifth, I think I mean, the, the the decisions that were made in that moment were just absolutely spot on. Um, so, you know, lots to be uh, happy about there, I would say. And that kind of, that,
2: that moment when uh, Lando came in and signed the mini tire that they have the Pirelli sort of half scale tire I I looked at that and I thought I can't believe I'm watching this this is so great we're seeing our guy doing this and then I thought does he get to keep that where does it go
0: (laughs) yeah I wonder if that's back at the MTC then
2: I don't know because that in its way is a trophy in itself isn't it so uh I did wonder if he gets to keep that tire Uh, maybe I can tweet Pirelli or someone and ask them but um but yeah, I'd be just as excited as seeing that, you know. That's that's part of our, our progress, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So you could have a trophy cabinet from this season only and fill it.
1: Yeah. Did Daniel not get like a medal or something for his qualifying?
0: He did.
2: It looked a bit like something you'd get at Sports Day at school, didn't it? It wasn't <laughs> it was, you know, it's it means more than it looked, if that yeah. makes sense.
0: <laughs> one of those ones that you would, you know, covered in chocolate.
2: <laughs> oh Andy, you think everything's made of chocolate. <laughs> yeah,
0: or gravy. Or pie. Or yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, you're you're right, Owen. He did get a medal. So the first sprint race we saw these horrible laurel wreaths, didn't we? That looked like they'd say hen knight on them. And then the next <laughs> time out we <laughs> the next time we saw these these funny medals that didn't look particularly, you know, like F1 stuff normally looks pretty grand, doesn't it? And and, yeah. and they didn't. Um, so I wonder what they'll have next time. <laughs> uh,
0: when <laughs> so is the next sprint race? Then do we know? Are we doing another one this year?
2: Yes, there's is
0: 3 that that isn't it? Yeah, another yeah, Somebody, I'm can drawing tweet. a
2: blank. Is it Bahrain?
0: Could be Bahrain, couldn't it? Because I think we might go we go there twice again. Um,
2: I don't know. Well, you thought we were going to China, so I don't expect you to know the calendar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we haven't been to China for three years. I'm like, oh, yeah, going to China next.
2: 2019 I was there.
0: Yeah, I, I you know, I'm kind of warm to the idea of the sprint weekends as well, but just, I don't want them to overtake the normal weekends. I'd like them to be, you know, kind of maybe three of them a season at max. Sort of. yeah. I, I think
1: know. it's probably still too early to sort of judge it effectively, but... Yeah. I'm kind of open it, I'm open to it being a great idea, yeah, yeah, um and if we do go back to
0: Bahrain twice, I'm hoping that they do that out of circuit race as well, because I think we will be quite fast on that one. yeah so. yeah, this uh the Mercedes engine's doing us well, isn't it? so <laughs> it's uh, not a bad shout. Um, but yeah, I think looking forward to the next race in Turkey. Um, I think we've got a lot of positives and I think we've got a good chance there as well and I think really looking for just kind of finishing in front of those Ferraris
1: Definitely, and I I believe they're still developing the car as well which is um, encouraging and uh, we've got some good momentum behind us so why not? Yeah, yeah. I wonder if other teams have stopped slightly developing
0: the car I've got a feeling that (laughs) <laughs> Maybe Hass not even started doing theirs this year, but <laughs> um, I'd say the, i they
2: need a lot of their budget to rebuild all the bits that that get knocked off a bit, don't they? So,
0: yeah, um, but I would say that I think if the if there's a team where I've noticed that they have probably been doing a lot of work is probably Williams because they seem to have like jumped quite high in the last four or five races, and I think all you know a lot of that might be Williams doing quite a lot of work, but. Other teams stopping development after the uh, sort of summer break, sort of thing. So, Do you
2: think that could be down to their technical advisor, Mr. Button, who's uh, who's getting involved and helping them with things?
0: No, no, I didn't
2: think so either. No, I just thought yeah. I'd say that maybe maybe he's just there to he's you know just be a, a bit of sure pony. Really, <laughs>
0: let's be honest.
2: I was just hopeful you know I like any any opportunity to drop Jensen into a podcast yeah. I will do that so
0: yeah. yeah maybe we'll have a special episode on Jensen at some point we maybe you can do. have a word and see if you can get him on Sarah
1: you are you know <laughs> biggest fan he's, he's involved in so many different things now actually
2: yeah did you you he was being was it Barbara or someone like that or Hackett he was sponsoring um. So uh, he was. it was. I saw an advert. He's he's getting involved in so many things. So, uh, yeah. I don't want to say the phrase sold out, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, Jensen. Come on, stop it. <laughs> You've got enough money. You don't need any more.
0: Well, he is selling his uh, really nice camper van because he's given up triathlon apparently. So there you go.
2: Yeah, Andy. Maybe you could tweet that after the uh, after the podcast so everyone can see it. But yeah. We do we do see that Jensen's selling his uh, his Ichiban branded camper van.
0: Yeah, Um, if I had twenty two grand spare, I'd buy it. But yeah, a lot of money, (laughs) a lot of money for a for a camper van. Where would you park it? (laughs) Well, you can park it anywhere. It's a camper van; you live in it. You know, that's the idea.
2: Oh, there's rules about that. There's rules about that, you can't just park them anywhere you know, you can't right. park in a LA lay-by overnight down here, although you can in Scotland because when I went to Loch Ness, you are allowed to camp overnight in a camper van by the side of the loch which right. you're not allowed to do in the UK so there you go, I digress, that's nothing to do with McLaren, but if anyone <laughs> wants any travel advice, yeah. you know where we are.
0: Yes, and uh, yeah, welcome to the McLaren Travel Advice Podcast <laughs> <laughs> Right, so um, I think we've covered everything, but had on the running order for tonight, so we've got a couple of minutes left. So, um, yeah, just kind of on. If you just want to sort of sum it up in a few words, um,
1: well, I think I think uh, as I say, there's there's lots of encouraging signs within the team, and let's not let's not lose sight of that. And um, we've got everything to 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 compete for um, the third place in the constructors is got to be our kind of target and uh i see no reason why we can't challenge for that and i look forward to you know i look forward to every race weekend now because i know that you know the team's got so much momentum behind it now and it, it's just it's just so great to see um we've seen the same faces being kind of sad and upset but but it's great to see those those faces full of joy and happiness and long may that continue and uh, let's not uh, kind of as I say, let's not dwell on the, the unfortunate uh, events of the Russian Grand Prix.
0: Well said, well said. And I think I think on that note, that's a great place to end. Thank you very much, Owen. Thanks, Sarah. Uh, we'll be back after the race in Turkey, where we'll be discussing another McLaren 1-2. <laughs>